Welcome to the Las Vegas Phil Food and Social Podcast, where we cover topics related to the current social media scene regarding food with some of the most popular accounts around the city and talk about their success in Sin City and beyond. I'm your host, Philip Zhang, aka Las Vegas Phil, F-I-L-L. Check me out on IG or TikTok and feel free to email me anything at lasvegasphil at gmail.com. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 18 of the Las Vegas Phil Food and Social Podcast. This week, I actually don't have a guest. I have some really cool episodes set up, but for some reason or another, due to scheduling, um, I was unable to record any of them this week. But one big topic, a really current topic I'd like to bring up is uh, being in a social media rut or slump. Noticeably, this has happened for several big accounts recently on Instagram where it's just one of the inevitable parts of social media, the highs and lows. And it doesn't really matter on what level you are, whether you have 50 followers getting 20 likes a post, uh, which is actually great, to a 200K account averaging 5K likes a post. Um, While some accounts are literally bulletproof since their dedicated following simply love everything about them, like Britney Spears, going into a slump, which could be anywhere from a couple weeks to a few months, can definitely be frustrating. So I want to go over some tips that have worked for me and my clients in the past. And if any of the stuff even helps one person listening, then I'll be happy. I want to preface that what I'm saying isn't some kind of Bible on what to do. I think there would be several people in social media circles that would disagree about some of the stuff I bring up, and that's totally cool. Also, No one should pity any of us for less likes or engagement. In the long run, no one really cares about the number of likes, but like anything else in life, um, if you've dedicated time and effort into something, you want to see results. And for better or worse, the numbers on Instagram and TikTok are the measuring stick. I notice a lot of uh, more accounts uh, voluntarily hiding their likes for either all posts to not deal with the perceived judgment or others that just hide the ones on the post that bombed on Instagram. So I, I kind of wonder if people on TikTok would want that option too, to hide views and likes. Yeah, let me know if that'd be something you'd like to have. I remember Drew at Unlocked saying a while back that because Instagram and TikTok are free apps, they literally owe us nothing. No one likes to hear about another person venting on how their account is, isn't doing well because nobody really cares. And if anyone's familiar with poker, the last thing I ever want to hear is a bad beat story with someone holding pocket aces. So it's kind of like that. But um, here we go. I'm just going to go over some of the the key things maybe to think about if you are in a social media rut, social media slump, or basically just kind of looking for some some new ideas uh, for posts. First one for sure is definitely the format of your post. What I mean is whether it's a single picture, a standalone video. What I mean by standalone video is just when you post a video with no swipe to something else, i.e. a carousel or reels. Although Instagram is still working on the reels format and I've noticed it's given some of the reels posts some more legs as far as how long the post lasts and appears on Instagram. Some of my reels don't really catch on until like a week later. Divine Dosa, one of my clients at Divine Dosa LV. I recently posted a video, a reel of Reina Huang basically inhaling a four foot dosa. 
And it didn't catch on till maybe 10 days later on the post, but since then has been on fire. I think right now it's at like 3.5 million plays, uh, 43K likes, and it, it's more than doubled uh, the number of followers on Divine Dosa. So while it's not a guarantee that Reels will perform better than other formats, it is the lottery ticket to really blowing up your accounts. So I definitely consider that if you're, if you're looking to post a video, I think Reels would be uh, my first choice versus a standalone video, the video by itself. I think those are pretty much the worst performing posts you could possibly do on Instagram. Carousels are another big thing that I highly recommend. Right when lockdown started, that's when I had noticed uh, that was a way more effective post than just a picture or just a video. What I mean is when the first frame is a video and then you can swipe and you see a picture and swipe again, maybe see another picture. I've also noticed a lot of the big LA foodies like Hungry Hugh, Paul's Food Hall, Irregular Lens, uh, they're big on the video video carousel. What I mean is that the, vid the video is the first post and you swipe to another video. And um, it's definitely working for them. Um, the numbers are usually astronomical. And I've tried that a few times as well with some good results. Most recently with the Milpas uh, post I did and the one on uh, Bidia Ocampa. Definitely more work, but it definitely uh, looks like that pays off a little bit more. So perhaps maybe doing a video video swipe might help you as well. Lastly, if a post that you did blew up on TikTok, uh, repost it on Reels. I mean, by my standards, I've had a stellar month on TikTok and have applied that. And you basically just shared the TikTok posts onto Reels with some good results as well. Uh, number two, you definitely want to dig into the data, the insights, I mean, in Instagram. I mean, this will show you a lot. I see a lot of people will straight up just ask their audience on IG stories or on TikTok what kind of content the audience wants to see. Uh, so much is already in the insights. So go back to the last 30 days, year or two years, and you'll get some good info on what's been hitting and, and what has hit and what hasn't. Also, if you see a certain set of hashtags really blew up that post or was responsible for a lot of people seeing that post, just go right back into that post and hit the edit button and just copy and paste that set of hashtags. Maybe save it in a notepad so you can use that basically anytime because you saw some success with it before. Uh, number three, uh, timing is really everything. Right now, I have a longtime client that's been killing it for years now between the 11 a.m. to noon time, but has recently seen its lowest numbers in two years, and I'm uh, switching it up as soon as possible. Uh, I'm actually going to move uh, the post to 5 p.m., sometime between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m., and kind of see what happens, uh, give it a different look, give it a different set of eyeballs that aren't used to seeing it at that time. As far as our TikTok, a couple weeks ago, I was hanging out with uh, the CEO of Las Vegas. It's Daniel Leo. And uh, he was actually uh, showing me some of the stuff that he looks, like, he looks at uh, through TikTok analytics. Basically, one of the biggest things was to look at the time of the posts for the latest trending videos on your account and basically just uh, pick that time to post. So I never really dug into that stuff, but I noticed all of my successful posts on TikTok uh, happened between maybe like 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. So I've, I've made a dedicated effort to post at that time, and, and, and fortunately, it's worked out recently. 
Another thing uh, you want to also consider is your approach uh, to the post. I feel like more and more people want to get something out of the post. It's not just, you know, hey, look at my dinner. You know, this is so great. News and education are hot topics now. And not only do people want to be entertained with a good post, but they want to take something away from it. What helps them? How, do the, how does this video, how does this post help them? Whether it's some interesting tidbits about Las Vegas or a lot of the people posted, posted about the mask mandate. I'm sure a lot of the TikToks are going to talk about, you know, Raider Stadium requiring uh, proof of vaccine. So I think those are things that to, to consider, like thinking about it from an audience perspective. Uh, if you have a significant other or just great friends that you can perhaps show the video to before you put it up to get their opinion, so maybe that will help you later on. I think this is why cooking videos do so well because people kind of see, you know, what, how to do it. And then they apply it uh, themselves inside glimpses behind the scenes of stuff, being privy to kitchens, uh, cooks that most other Instagrammers or or social media foodies uh, don't shoot with or can get to. um, I think that helps me a lot. So consider that as well. You know, I know a lot of restaurants will invite like 30, 40 people all in at once. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes the posts get lost in the shuffle because everyone's posting that week on that same place. Number five, uh, recycle. Perhaps to the chagrin of part of my audience that looks at every single post I do, I am a huge proponent of reposting posts from a while back. Um, If our particular post killed it a few months ago, I would consider reposting again, maybe not as not, not the same way you did before. Like for example, if a carousel post killed it, had like 40,000 likes uh, four or five months ago, perhaps try it again and, and use it as a reel. This has worked out for me countless times where if it's successful as a carousel, it'll be successful as a reel and vice versa. And really, I know a lot of people are kind of stuck on, well, once you post it once, everyone's already seen it. I, I just don't want to repeat again. And I understand that. But if you put in the effort, you put in the time, design a well thought out video, you know, car commercials, uh, marketing companies, you know, they don't put in all this time to get, make a commercial that only airs once. Uh, so I feel the same way about the posts and I feel the same way about clients as well. If you know a post, I, and there's certain pictures, certain videos that I know will always kill it for clients. So I kind of space it out. I'll, I'll throw it up back up again in six months. And that's something definitely worth considering. Uh, for businesses that are listening to this, I would one thing that I would consider doing is digging into the well of customer posts via the geolocation. Um, there are so many restaurants that seem to either ignore or refuse because of their own cockiness to uh, repost just customer posts, maybe because they're fucking clueless. Um, one example, for the record, uh, I love this restaurant. I'm, I'm not trying to dog on them, but I'm dogging on them. Ichiza, which is uh, one of the oldest izakayas in Las Vegas, recently uh, finally opened their Instagram account late last year, yet continues to post terrible pictures that they take themselves with what apparently looks like an iPhone 3, when they have literally years and years of thousands of posts they could just screenshot and use instead. 
I mean, the majority of 2017 picks are way better than the, what they're doing now. And I think that reposting customers' posts and making, the, making them the customer, the star of the show, you'll see a lot of those, those customers get pumped up that they, they got featured on the account and reshare that, that post uh, via IG story, uh, which then introduces that post to a lot of non-followers. So I'm really big on that as well. When I'm kind of digging through you know, what I'm going to post for the next few days for a client, I always click on the geo uh, just to get uh, some idea of, uh, let's see what the customers have been posting. Let's see what they've, they've been into. And uh, I love sharing that stuff. You know, that's what social media is. It's about engagement, you know, getting other people involved. Another one, kind of an easy one, is uh, considering like a giveaway or a contest. I mean, that auto- automatically jacks up engagement. Uh, find your favorite local restaurant or some owner or brand that you have rapport with and throw up uh, a contest or a giveaway. That always, you know, raises the profile and gets a lot of eyeballs onto the account as well. And then lastly, this last one was because of Susie, uh, AKA at happy tummy 702 brought this up. I mean, you could go ahead and blame the algorithm or use words like shadow ban, which I don't fucking even know what that means, but I think perhaps maybe just digging deep into yourself. Is it really just the algorithm? Is it really, something else? Are you blaming something else or are you just not doing good enough? Is your content somehow being more lazy or just simple? I think self-analysis is definitely important. Um, You can't just, you can't think that all your posts are fucking fire and going to hit, you know, 50K likes and 3 million plays on TikTok. I mean, it's just impossible. So yes, it is a battle between of you versus you. But you definitely want to look back at, at your last, I mean, through the days of your slump and, and really see if, hey, was this a great video? Did I pick the right cover? Should I cut this up differently? And then maybe from there, you can see what you can do. But that about wraps it up. It's really short and sweet. I would love if, if there's a certain post that you wanted me to look at, feel free to email me at lasvegasphil at gmail.com. Next week's episode should be a fun one. Uh, we're actually going to be talking with a bunch of the employees at Jump Force and showing, kind of getting an inside glimpse on what it's like to work at the biggest social media company in Las Vegas. Till then, thanks a lot for listening. And I hope some of these tips help uh, somebody out there. And if you have any other questions at all, feel free to uh, email me or DM me. See you next week.